This is Level 19. We got an awesome show, as always, for you guys. But before we get started, let me introduce you who will be joining. First up is the guy with a fancy new mic, and we can finally hear what he's saying. L, or Big L. What's up, man? Yay, new mic. New technology. No more crap in the background. We'll see. We have to just, like have a piece of candy or something crunching up Ooh, just where? so it sounds normal it's gonna be weird with no echoes <laughs> oh thought you were giving me candy no not yet if we make it through this without a derail you can have a treat and also with me is Corey or rocker dude 5012 how's it going what's up <laughs> hello and lastly with us, we have a very special guest. He is the host of the Zed the Zed podcast. It is none <laughs> other than Nate or Goosh Moose. What's up, man? Uh, not bad. It's kind of lonely in here with uh, no one else on the Zed the Zed podcast. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm doing... but yes, I'm doing fine. Uh, and I'm glad to be here. It's good to have you. All right. So... Let's begin, as always, with our proclamation point. Uh, L, why don't you go ahead and read them all? Our illustrious Wizard of Oz, the Tominator, Tommy, has 90 completions. Way to go, Tommy. Sasha Morning has reached his goal of 850,000 gamer score. Woohoo! And al- alongside doing this, he is in the top 100 of all of TrueAchievements.com. In music, music. Games. It's playing and singing, right? Well, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> music games, like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and Fan Hero, Band Hero and Rock wow, of the Dead. Hero. Yes, and probably no one knows about that stupid game. Prue is currently on an eleven thousand achievement win streak. You mean Prolex? Prolex. True Marvelous has reached a new milestone of 40,000 achievements won. That's a lot lot of of freaking achievements. Lots of Chivos. Keith27179 has been streaking for 1,800 consecutive days. Big L. That's me. Hate that guy. Ow. Wait, is this right? Go ahead. I have 11,000 achievements. You and Prue are tied? Oh, shoot. You look at that. <laughs> huh. All right, Prue. It's you and me, babe. Race to 12,000. Winner takes all. A matriarch. Has a nineteen hundred days of achievement winning. Woohoo! That's a lot. And while we have talking of the girls, we have Pizart has reached a new milestone of four hundred completions. It's a lot of. She uh she has a 
personal goal of like a hundred in a year, and she is right there at it. Nice. If you didn't know, we have a lot of people getting a hundred completions in a year. Yep. Got chip, fighter chip. Chip did it. Sasha did it. Uh, I did it, of course. <clears throat> Pretty. Okay, I didn't do it. But you tried. Mike, Mike Pitch was pitching and moaning that he has not been mentioned <laughs> on Proclamation Point. He has 600,000 TA score and has been playing a lot of Minecraft to accomplish this goal. <laughs> Good job. A lot of Minecraft. X the Hero has gotten 20,750 achievements. I guess we'll just read any numbers now. <laughs> Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. Love that guy. Also achieved his gamer score goal of 500,000 gamer score alongside 700,000 TA. That's quite the ratio, Elroy. <laughs> and um, 250 completions. So keep on going, buddy. 150 of them are from ACA. Right about there, anyway. Probably. And last but not least, Redemption Denied has 57,000 achievements. And don't know if he was actually going for this or not, but he is now number one in the world in gamer score for Idiot Xbox titles on true achievements. That Way to go, Redemption. is impressive. Suck it, Carnage. <laughs> uh, who? Gaforna Forge. Oh, okay. And that was your proclamation point. Woohoo. Good job, guys. And also to ra- wrap up the proclamation point, we have to congratulate the people that are still in the GTAS tourney thingy. This one actually comes with a little bit of a uh, little hurtful words. But before we get to that, congratulations, Elroy OMJ. Redemption denied on the individual side. Guys are still in a top 20. And also on the team side, we have Eat, Sleep, Complete, Repeat. So good job, guys, on that. And if you're into Discord, you've probably noticed Rip X the Hero was not able to make it. You did awesome, bud. Good job. We're very proud of you. No, it- yeah, you, you really had the, the rug pulled from underneath you on that one. Absolutely. Are you talking about his... Head. Okay, never mind. Um, so that he finished went in top over my 20, head, right? Um, I think he, he was twenty-one. Because right, twenty are competing this week. Top twenty, top yes. ten advance. Yeah, so. he was. Yep, he was twenty-one. He just missed it. He missed it by six hundred TA. No, it was less than that. It was it was oh. about eighty something. <laughs> Only uh, to be under by uh, under Elroy. It was an intense final moments uh, last week. Very intense. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a gentleman's not really a gentleman's agreement, but somebody started scoring at midnight when they allegedly were out of the competition. And not to uh, linger on it, but. They scored some and aren't scoring very much this week, so. Screw that guy. <laughs> and as of right now, 
on the individuals. Redemption is in fourth as of recording, obviously, with 43,000 TA. And Elroy is in eighth with 37,000 TA for the week. For the week. And granted that it's Monday, they still have two more days of scoring. So we're probably going to hear them on Proclamation Point next week again. They're going to be putting up numbers like crazy here. All right, but congratulations to everyone still in GTAS. Now it's it's definitely go time. See where they can make it. All right, so let's get into some news. Uh, first thing that we want to kind of just say real quick, just say it as just so everyone knows, not going to dig into the Fallout 76 controversy. That can that can strike a nerve. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, if you haven't seen it on Twitter, Bethesda's put out a statement. Uh, there's a link on their Twitter page. You can You can go... If you show proof of purchase, that you can get their new canvas bag because the crappy ones that came in, everyone complained, blah, blah, blah. If you show them proof of purchase that you got the collector's edition, they will be shipping out the new ones, but you have to do it by January 31st. So if you got that, make sure you hop on it. And also in the news, Sea of Thieves has some achievement changes. Which is awesome. Obviously, this is the infamous game that everyone knows about. With the ridiculous achievement totals. With the especially with the banana with the banana crates. You know, before you need a thousand, now it's down to fifty. Which makes that a lot lot, much, much easier. Before I believe the total completion time was two thousand hours. Right before this happened, someone actually managed to get the game completed. So I imagine that guy is pissed. No, he actually spoke up. He knew it was, supposedly, he knew it was coming. Um, he still wanted to uh, put in the time and the effort to, uh, you know, be, to be the first legitimate completion. You know, legitimate. It's still going to be legitimate after the fact. But, oh, okay. Um, he, yeah, he, he knew it was coming. It was my- and, I, you know, he got, you know, no, no publicity is bad publicity. So his name got out there and all that. Yeah, and it was no. my understanding that Rare was going to uh, provide, <clears throat> I guess, unique uh, cosmetic items for anyone that had completed those achievements before they were uh, before they were nerfed. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, some in-game uh, reward. Yeah. Because obviously it did take a lot of time. I have no idea how long a banana crate takes to get, but. A uh, thousand down to fifty sounds. I mean, is, that's obviously significant, right? It's extremely significant. Have you guys played this game at all? I played. I started the game, and I got to the screen where you create something or <laughs> a <Create>. pirate, <laughs> and then I immediately immediately got lost, and that's called Elling. And there you go. Uh, game is not in my tag, so but I'd be willing to party up with people and check it out now. I, I played maybe three consecutive nights, uh, or three you know unique nights, uh, and with groups with people that I knew. And um, my understanding of the rarity of the banana crates was that basically the the mission types that you got were kind of randomized from a, a pool of three or four different types. 
they then added or were going to add new mission types which was basically going to dilute that pool to make it even harder to get the banana crate missions of which you still need to get a thousand uh, and now that they're dropping it down to 50 even though they are adding more uh, mission types I think it's uh, it's definitely doable now to the point where yeah I'm not dreading that game and <clears throat> I'd gladly uh, jump into a group uh, and try to actually you know, work on that game uh, or chip away at it yeah that's one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to bring this up I know that once this news dropped, there was some talk in the uh, Discord channel about getting groups together to play this. A bunch of us have played it before, and the game is so much fun. It's a great time, but trying to get achievements, that's not necessarily for this group. But if you join our Discord, more likely than not, there will be some... uh, LFGs going up for that. We'll be uh, trying to get a crew together. So next thing we want to talk about, we've got some uh, contests going on. Newest the ch- TA contest that we have that's been uh, that's been up and going is the Twelve Days of Christmas. Super fun contest. Corey, why don't you give us the rundown of how it works? Well, essentially, if you know the song Twelve Days of Christmas, each day. Some you you know you give a gift of something that accumulates day over day. So the first day is at one gift, the second day is two gifts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all the way up to twelve days. So you kind of pair that with achievements, and the contest essentially is get such and such achievement, one of them on day one. On the second day, it's get two of a different kind of achievement. Whether you know it could be a rare achievement, it could be a DLC achievement, it could be anything that's really to achievements could be time timely or you know not discontinued obviously but uh, uh anything that you can think of that's been used in other ta contests you can kind of uh, use that in this kind of competition and it's up to the staff and the the contest team to to make this plan and we don't know what that achievement's going to be until that day is revealed um, i can't remember if it was the same last year but this year uh, it runs through the month of December. Oh, there's only going to be 12 unique days with different achievements. Today was day one. That's Monday. And we had to get a quote-unquote weird achievement uh, as far as gamer score goes. So something that didn't end in a zero or a five. Now, it's it's really funny that that's a, a really sensitive topic with a lot of achievement hunters, uh, whether they want to put that kind of monstrosity on their tag or not uh, I don't care it actually evened me out because I was already uh, quote-unquote odd you know so uh, I was able to pop in and get a an odd achievement and uh, day one was done and the second day so the day that this comes out is uh, Tuesday December 4th that's gonna be day two and we have a little bit of uh, insider information here day two Three rare achievements, two DLC or tunnel update achievements, and one weird achievement. Thank you. Thank you, L. So yes, day two uh, is going to be two achievements from DLC or title updates, and day three is going to be three rare achievements. So there's a little foray into the future for you to uh, to plan if you, you know, listen to our show. Otherwise... Those suckers will uh, find out on day three to get three rare achievements. So it's a fun contest. Uh, some people take the fun out of it by, you know, I don't want to mess up my tag. Uh, 
I don't have anything that's not completable or something like that. That's not how I play games or get achievements, so it's a fun contest for me. Now, I kind of want to throw it over to Koosh because Koosh does it a little differently. <laughs> yeah, um, so last year, it just seemed a little bit too easy. Um, I guess, you know, wasn't in any contest at the time and was really just dealing with um, some things like gamertag challenges and such. But uh, I found myself with a lot of spare time, and this this challenge or community event just seemed a little too simple. So we were kind of knocking it around uh, on uh, this, you know a different Discord, and Chindakta actually suggested a different thing that we could do, and that was to play the challenge like the song. So on day one, we do the day one challenge. On day two, we do the day one challenge, then the day two challenge. Day three, day one, day two, then day three. So by the end, uh, on day 12, you're doing days one through 12 all again and culminating with day 12. And then, then you can call it done. Yeah, it's a little crazy. And then you go even crazier, because uh, I think there were maybe two of us that actually completed it. I think there was a third or fourth person that went into it, but maybe didn't get all the way through. Uh, but Chin Doctor went even farther, <laughs> as he does, and he tried to make every single achievement or every single day, uh, every single challenge was a different game. So he didn't, and I think he succeeded, I think he did not reuse a game across all 12 challenges and you know the previous day's challenges for that day. And it was very complicated, but basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he did not repeat a game, I believe, and, and I guess I could look that up and... Uh, figure out if that's true or not. I was not able to do that. Uh, it got kind of crazy. Um, and the fact that we have all month to do that uh, is really what made me say, yeah, this is doable. Because if you try to do it all in one day, you know, do on the 12th day, do 1 through 11 and 12, that's just kind of crazy. Uh, no one no one really has that time if they're uh, employed or have children. <laughs> um, so basically you take the entire month to get this done. You're not getting them done on the day. Uh, and it's really fun. I, I you know, I, I recommend trying it um, because you can easily jump out of that. You know, if you if you find that that's too difficult, you can go back to whatever. But it, it, I noticed huge gains um, in my in my achievement totals and in my score uh, last year mm-hmm. in the month of December compared to how I normally play. So it was fun. It was a good change of pace for me. Not those gains, alright. <laughs> Hashtag gains. Um, yeah, so I would definitely do. I would definitely do this uh, version of it if the site tracked it, but uh, I can't be bothered to track that myself. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the site doesn't track it very well, so last year I, I used my blog, and that was the only time I've used my blog, was each day I would post, um, or each, yeah, so for each day of the challenge, I posted a blog, and then I would I would slowly fill that out, you know, with days one's challenge, day two's challenge, day three, and then, so every plo- every post was a day, so 12 total posts, and it, it contained all of the challenges that I had to complete uh, cumulatively for that day. Uh, and I'm doing that again this year, and uh, that's how I keep track of it. It's not so, a bad way to do it. So people won't put a weird achievement on their tag, but you're going to do it 12 I'm times? I'm going to do it 12 times, yeah. And that one I can actually <laughs> do across 12 different games. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, because you, you can always even your score back out when you're done. Uh, and I that's what I was gonna say I understand not wanting to do it but all you got to do is finish the game yeah. pick a game that's completed yeah, and I'm also I'm also not burdened by being a, a completionist so that helps 
Um, but there are, you know, there are games with odd gamer score that are completable that you could use to, uh, you know, to basically Any join examples? In. Examples? Uh, Stick Type, I think, is completable. Um, I believe Dark Arcana, uh, which is a... Um, what is that? What is the name of that company? Artifacts Thank Mundi. Thank you. Artifacts Mundi games. That's definitely completable. They're, they're out there, and if you use TA to search uh, for one-pointers, or you know, I think they even have a category that's not zero or five. Yeah, not um, divisible by five. Yeah. And that's, that actually reminds me. Last year, the challenges, because they had unique requirements, like start, you know, spell out Noel, they actually gave you URLs that would help you find achievements that would meet those uh those criteria how convenient uh, yeah and- yeah that yeah that's one thing i really like about this uh the challenge and they've done it on a couple other ones but your contest hub is unique to you and you can see every day once they're unlocked uh but there's just a handy dandy little link that goes right to your game collection so you don't even have to search for those urls they're right there for you and they also don't take them down when the contest is over so if you bookmark those they're good tools throughout the year Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, just doing some quick stats on day one for weird achievements. Um, some big hitters are unmechanical, and that's probably because it's in Game Pass. Uh, Thief of Thieves is that free game that they just put in Game Pass. Uh, they announced it at the last uh, Fan Fest. Threes, The Bridge, um, is a couple other. And then, so personally for my list, uh, Stick Type came up, Coffee Crisis that we reviewed in Review Raid because it's full of it, and then Virginia. Uh, I'm pretty sure Coffee Crisis Virginia and Castaway Paradise, the entire game is odd. <laughs> so those are easy pickings. Coffee Crisis and Castaway Paradise are two I was going to bring up. Uh, they're all odd, and both of them are actually good games. Coffee Crisis is amazing. Difficult, but it's amazing. And I actually We reviewed just... game, both games well, but I would not give them to a completionist. No. If you're a completionist, definitely stay away from both of them, especially Coffee Crisis. Yeah, Castaway's easier, but it it just gets ridiculous at the end. Um, Virginia, though, is super easy. Even L did it. <laughs> Even L did. Hey, wait a minute. I actually just did Castaway Paradise right before we started this. You turned on your Xbox. I know, right? Weird. He got an achievement. His <laughs> gamer score went up by thirteen. <laughs> Forty-seven. Completed. Um, I'm personally going to use the bridge. Um, you say going to? You haven't done it yet. I'm, I, I haven't done it yet. No, I just got home, and you're making me do this. Uh, yeah, on. good point. Are you are you going to do Jeez. them on the day? Or are you going to just wait since you mm. have the month? I'll try to. Um, another one that has come up a bunch. If on the off chance you haven't started it, is Overcooked because you can get a one pointer right away just from starting it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, good one. And I believe Lego Pirates of the Caribbean has a twelve pointer as its first achievement, also. So that's another one that came up. Yeah, both of those are within the top ten for today's games. Did you get yours today, Koosh? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Save the Ninja Clan is what I used. <clears throat> I actually had a spreadsheet. Um, it's another good yeah, one. Yeah, that I think that has more than more than one odd. So if you're gonna not worry about repeating, you want to do it multiple days, you can do that too. I had a spreadsheet of of all my you know the planning that I was going to be using throughout the days. I apparently lost it, so I will be Ooh, no. recompiling that uh, a little bit later today. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to get for day two, um, the DLC or title updates. I'll probably just wait till I click the button on that. Same with the rare achievements because, you know, there's tons of rare achievements that aren't actually hard to get. So Now I have a question for this, especially for the for days two and day three. 
mm-hmm. do achievements carry over? Like, can you use the same achievement for multiple days? Uh, How would you unlock it <laughs> multiple times? <laughs> uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, stupid question. I was thinking because <laughs> I heard title update and DLC. Yeah. You, you can or, use or the same game or. if the achievements match the the requirements, but yeah, once you unlock an achievement, you can't unlock it again unless well, you're okay. doing like Let, um, uh, a stack. A stack, yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I meant. Like when I get to oh, day three, I say like Master Chief Collection, for instance, has a ton of you know add DLC stuff, and almost all of them are rare. Like if I unlock one of those. Does it also unlock for day two and three, or just two? Oh, uh, oh no! Uh, you can't do day three until you do t- day two requirements. I think. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to get a clarification on that. Yeah, with the TA tracking, it it requires you to complete the days in order, uh, and it won't track things on. So if you if you haven't completed day two yet, it won't count to any of the future days uh, until you've completed day two. And if you're that's doing what I the, yeah, if you're doing the Insano challenge, uh, the Chin Doctor difficulty. Um, while the tracking may um, basically mark something down, so, so let's say I'm behind. I'm working on day two and day four's challenges out, and I accidentally unlock something on day four. Um, wait, is that even possible? Yeah, yeah. So, so let's say it's day four, right, and I've been keeping up, but on day four I'm on part two of that, which is day two's requirements. Mm-hmm. And that happens to meet one of the things I'm doing or one of the things I'm doing leading up to an achievement happens to unlock the day four challenge. Well, since TA doesn't know that I'm being stupid and doing days one, <laughs> two, and three again before day four, then I'll basically do a makeup. Um, so once I get to the, the four, I will add an extra achievement to make up for anything that I accidentally popped along the way. Right. That's crazy. Yes, it's totally crazy, and it's fun. And another thing is uh, this isn't a competition more of so it's just a uh, I don't know what would you call it they call it a community event I believe community event that's, that, that's probably the best way to put it you're not you're not battling anybody nobody can you know beat you unless you're chasing leaderboards and uh, I mean it's just, it's just a fun thing to do and it it helps I like doing the research to figure out what game I'm going to play that night just to uh, to meet the requirements you get a badge and you get a badge you get a badge yeah, I think if you're you get into a, that you get an upgraded color badge too. Uh, if you if you did this last year, I think is what the uh, yes. the rule says. So that's interesting. So I don't know how you upgrade a color, but cool. Contest we have going on. Yes, I know there's nothing more than like one. contests. Nothing like contests to tell us what we <laughs> need to play next. All right, fair point. All right, next contest we got is the contest from True Marvelous. L, would you like to tell us about this one? Uh, so it's it's not really as much of a contest. It's just a giveaway. True Marvelous is uh, fairly new to our community and our Discord. He he's a big achievement scorer. He's uh, I know he has over a million TA, and actually I think he has over a million gamer score. Yeah. Um. He he does YouTube. Almost two million TA. That's right. That's right. One point uh, one eighty five. One million one hundred and eighty five thousand gamer score. Yeah. He does YouTube videos and does reviews and and let's plays and he streams and whatnot. And so. Uh, as far as I've gathered, he's you know he's been stockpiling some games and he's doing this huge giveaway. Uh, go to our Discord and our contest channel to uh, find the pinned uh, post about it that he did, uh, and it'll take you to Gleam and you can watch the video and follow him and all that stuff. But he's giving away a lot of stuff to three winners. 
He's giving away over 35 games, and I believe first place is 30 games. Yeah. And second place is five games, and third place is one game. Yeah, that's awesome. All you got to do is follow him. Follow him and subscribe to him and all that junk. I think he said the total value was over $400. I mean, 35 games or 36. Whatever it is, it's, it's very generous, whatever it is. Very generous. Yep, you got all month to uh, to enter, so but get them in early. Great Christmas gift to yourself if you win. All right. And last contest we want to talk about, which this one is L's favorite, is the RTDL. Whoa. Random to-do list. I love that guy. Ha 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 ha. Uh, yes, the, ran- the random to-do list is when you get a list of 25 achievements that you try to earn in the month. Now, it somewhat works as a competition. There's a leaderboard where you go against other people, but since not every achievement is valued equally, you know, it, it, you do what you can. You have to have a minimum of 1,000 achievements to enter, and you can add or remove games to my game collection to ensure that they do or do not show up accordingly. So as long as you meet the minimum of 1,000 and you have enough low ratio and high ratio stuff that's going to show up, you can get a list. And to enter, all you have to do is send a friend request to the gamertag random to-do list on TA and send that tag uh, a PM just to be on the safe side as well. But we talk about it a lot in our community because we've been a part of it for a good two or three years now. Yeah, it's it's a fun feeling to get a new list every month. Everybody is always lingering around on the the thirtieth or the, you know the last day of the month to uh, just to see when that rollover happens and you get to see oh what what twenty five achievements from games I have in my collection do I am I going to get? What am I going to get to this month that I have put away for years and years? Yes, it's a good impetus to come back to games that you haven't played in a while or to finish up games that you haven't completed yet. Again, it's another way for uh, for the man to tell us what to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Do you partake in the RTDL, Goosh? Um, yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> or I try to. I kind of want to. Uh, and I always, <laughs> I always get excited on RTDL Eve. Uh, you know, clear out my old to-do list, uh, copy all the new stuff into the new uh, to-do list, and then kind of look for a way to make those achievements kind of work with everything else that I'm working on uh, for that month uh, or, you know, trying to shoot for the year goals and stuff like that too. Um, so I just try to make it, try to try to optimize my game plan uh, to meet as many contests as possible uh, when I'm being told what to play uh, by said contests. <laughs> Well, if you're crazy 12 days of Christmas, that should really come in handy. Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought of, of cross-pollination. To, I hadn't even thought of trying to match them up with that, but yeah, that's that's another, that's another thing to take into consideration. As a matter of fact, the bridge showed up on my random to-do list, so that is works perfectly for day one. Perfect. Yeah, RTDL, always a lot of fun to do. Half the time and you're screaming speak- about what achievements you got and you don't want to go back to that game. I don't want to go get all the flags <laughs> in Assassin's Creed or something crazy. And then the other half is like, oh, look, 
I have Master Chief Collection, and that's half my list. And the thing about RTDL is it, it you get achievements based in a certain uh, you know a ratio, and so it's not completely random what you get. It looks at well, one the achievement has to be unlocked by somebody else. I'm pretty sure, uh, but two it then takes ratio and applies points to it. I believe it was times a hundred last time I looked, and then that's how the leaderboard is uh, is maintained. So do the harder achievements, you get more points. Um, kind of entices you to go get those flags because you're going to get more points from that than starting Castaway Paradise. Yeah. But um, it's, like, there is one other monthly contest too, uh, and that is Freem's... I guess it's not really Freem's. He does a completion challenge for the year, but the ZZ monthly gamer tag, if we wanted just to hit that real quick. Essentially, there's a uh, every month there's a featured gamer tag, and you just have to unlock a, an achievement in a game where there that first letter starts with uh, a letter of said gamer tag, and then there's rules for vowels and numbers and characters and whatnot. But that that's another fun one that uh, I'm sure Kushi you know, cross pollinating your your contest there. Oh yeah, to yeah, fulfill every month on that. Yeah, that's a fun challenge. I believe this month is Hot Curls 3088. Yeah, that's, that's so, right. So for the 3088, I believe you can use any game with a number in the title. So you, could, you have to do that four different times. That's correct. Month. Yeah, you can't use the same game multiple times, if I'm not mistaken. And so like, you could get Red Dead Redemption 2, Forza Horizon 4, uh, and then two other games, but you can't use those again. Now, there are some months where uh, a gamer tag will come up that's very short, so Freeman will tend to put two gamer tags in at that point. And in that case, you can use a game twice, just one on each gamer tag. And I don't think anyone mentioned Correct. it, but last month was Fufu Cuddly Poof. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. What? Try to uh, just imagine playing all uh, games with all those letters. Yeah. Two Fs, two U, three Us. Three yeah. Us. That's all you need to know. F and U. Actually, I actually forgot to look up how many people got that. I know Kush, you did it, didn't you? Yeah, I got it towards the end of the month. I, I always start out strong and then forget, and then the last week or last two or three days is when I kind of rush and get everything else in. And it's always like, I mean, it's always the same letters every month. It seems like, you know, those weird ones like... Where am I going to find three U games? I don't even think I own three U games. And then I, wow, Koosh. eyes are another one too that's horrible. Even heard of some of these yeah. games. You used Unbox Newbies Adventure, what? Unnamed Fiasco, and Ultratron. Good job. <laughs> All right. I can think of Unraveled and Unraveled Two. Yeah, I tend. <laughs> and I don't even have those. <laughs> even though I like some of the U games, Uno. I tend not to play them <clears throat> because I don't want to use them up for the gamer tag challenges. Because U's and O's are very hard to find. So. uh it's going to kill me to not play Ori, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I have to just do that one anyway. Yeah, I bought I bought um, iZombie, you know, like a year and a half ago for this specific challenge, and Same. I've just been milking it. A lot of easy games. Go. It's good to milk for this contest specifically. Looks like someone used Uno 360 version and Uno one version. That's cheating. <laughs> that was very <laughs> legitimate. No. That worked. No, that works. That's cheating. <laughs> But anyways, all of these contests are pinned in our contest channel, and you can talk about them, ask questions, and uh, every month, I'm, if whatever the links change, uh, we'll update them. Depends. So you should join Discord. Yeah, and also 
be sure to join the Discord because we will probably be having some more contests rolling out soon. Yeah, we'll probably uh, try to start our own here in, in the, probably the new year, to be honest. Um, we're kind of throwing around ideas on the back end and seeing what we could do. So we got a couple of if you're interested cool or if you have ideas, just join and let us know. And, you know, we might take you up on the, uh, the offer. Yeah, we're open for whatever. More contests, the better. We'd like to do as many as possible. Or as many as we can handle, I should say. We can handle We probably won't exceed more than one a month, but uh, if we have enough to keep it going consecutively, then we will. Let's get into some community questions. We got one that we want to answer, and it's from King's Person. And he asks... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Correct podcast. No, thanks, person. Thanks, person. Thanks, person. There you go. He asks, what were your first retail and arcade completions? Let's throw it over to Koosh first. What were your first ones? <laughs> That's embarrassing. Um, <clears throat> so I was just looking at my history to answer this question and, and saw that I started playing uh, or started scoring achievements in 2005, December of 2005. Uh, so let's not count that. Let's just say January of 2006 because that's one number better, uh, <laughs> one number less embarrassment. Um and then uh, I guess my first achieve or my first arcade achievement or completion, sorry, would have been Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, and that was uh, February third uh, of twenty fifteen. So yeah, <laughs> like ten years. Yeah, like yeah, it's kind of kind of ways out there. Uh, but my very first completion uh, was Wordament iOS, uh, December twenty second of twenty twelve. So that one's not so bad, but that's on a phone. That wasn't on my Xbox. So <laughs> I think I was sitting in a car dealership when I when I accidentally completed it. So I don't think that one really counts. Uh, so uh, I then kind of move it up to Assassin's Creed 2 as my first real uh, game completion, my first uh, retail completion. And that was November 3rd of 2013. Um, so, yeah, I'm not... Everybody make fun of Koosh that he completed Wordament first. I'm not much of a completionist. <laughs> I know that's a, a, a weak spot in my gamer... Uh, profile, so I am working on that, but it's evident uh, that I am wide but not deep. <laughs> so I have, I have a couple questions for that. What made you start going for achievements, and did true achievements have anything to do with that? That's a good question. Um, so when I was in college and in high school, played a lot of video games, had a lot of friends that were into video games, but after college... Um, it was a little harder to find people that were as into video games as I was. They all moved off onto different hobbies. Um, so I, you know, uh, was just playing kind of at night, you know, games I liked. And then I started noticing that some of my friends uh, from college had higher gamer scores than me. I think I was sitting at like 15,000, and they had 60 or 70,000 because they, you know, they would get the new game and they would just play it from beginning to end. Uh, not really going for the achievements, but they played a lot more games than I did. And I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> I want to get a higher gamer score. I want to beat those guys. So I started looking around for ways to do that, and I think that's how I stumbled into TA and Z to Z, and kind of found achievement hunting that way. Uh, and then since then, I you know I bought a whole bunch of easy games uh, or you know cheap games that would help me kind of inflate the gamer tag uh, or my gamer score. Uh, and then uh, tried to go for more completions. I think um, I think Assassin's Creed came out. Was it Games with Gold, perhaps? Uh, and I 
I think I played that. I can't remember which one I played first, Assassin's Creed 2 or Assassin's Creed 1. But that's when the bug really hit me. I was around that time when I was just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Uh, and I think I finished Assassin's Creed 2 first and had just a little bit left to do in Assassin's Creed 1. Uh, I went back and played that, and that was really kind of the intro for me. Do you play the Assassin's Creed out of order, or you yes, I, the achievements in it? I played them out of order. Uh, oh, yeah, I had a... Bad, bad koosh. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I know Assassin's Creed came out, and I and I was told it was great, and I heard a lot of cool things about it. I think it didn't... Did it not come out for Xbox at the same time it came out for the PlayStation? Is that true? I do not recall. I don't recall. I don't see why it wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, I would think it came out all at once. Maybe I'm confusing it with Prince of Persia. Couldn't swear by that, though. Around that time. But, um, yeah, so I heard good things about it, but I just wasn't into it at the time, and and uh, by the time I came around to it, it was kind of old old news. And so I think I actually started playing Assassin's Creed 2, um, I guess around the time that Brotherhood or something else was out. Because when I got into it, I got into it. And I started playing Assassin's Creed. I played like four Assassin's Creed games in a row. Um, and the guy at the GameStop when I went in and bought them for cheap was just like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess I guess you're going to be working on that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I am. You know, time well spent. They are good games. I enjoy them. I even like Assassin's Creed Three. I do too. I know a lot of people hate on it. I liked it, mm-hmm. especially because it was Merkin. <laughs> Merka. All right. How about you, L? What were your first completions? Oh, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I finished the arcade title Street Fighter 2, November 6th, 2006. And I believe around that time I started going for achievements using the Xbox 360 Achievements website. And I, my first retail completion was good old TMNT, June 23rd, 2007. Completely fits you. Achievement hunting, what? No, never mind. <laughs> and I remember that's where I met good old Stan, Toad Style Venom, on X360A. We boosted SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 together. And True Achievements came around a little bit after that, and I joined in 2009. And just loved the way that they... Showed all the stats and all the leaderboards and all that cool stuff. And that's what makes you want to improve on your stats. Whatever stat that you want to improve. Gamer score, TA score, completion, whatever it is. There's something for everyone. Right. And actually, I kind of want to go back to Kush one real quick. Because I forgot. I meant to ask this. But you, your first completion was in 2013. You said you got your first achievement in 2005. Yeah. Did you actually did start that. going for achievements at that point? <laughs> uh, or was there like a break? It just happened to pop. 2005? Yeah. Um, no, so 2005, I think, um, I guess I had, uh, I've had pretty much every gaming system. So I guess when the 360 came out, I just kind of moved over to it. And just, you know, achievements were new at that point because it didn't have them on, on the OG Xbox. Right. Um, so it just took a while for me to be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm totally into this. And like this is something I want to just um, I want to I keep getting these pops. I guess the you know the adrenaline uh, just didn't hit me. Uh, and I you know, just going through my my history, my scoring is really really low. 
uh, for those first couple of years. Just, it just for whatever reason, uh, it did not resonate with me. And then it was just, you know, after people's score has been accumulating for five or seven years, uh, that's when I was like, oh, wow, I'm really behind. Look at that. Uh, and then, you know, TA made it very easy to keep track of everything and made it very easy to, uh, to start getting into achievement hunting. Okay, so you started a little bit later. Oh yeah. So I'm 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 trying to help you out. So you know, it wasn't really <laughs> eight years because you weren't really achieving hunting. Exactly. You just I, happened to pop a couple. Yes, and I was also playing every system. So I was playing the 360. I was playing the you know the PlayStation Two, the PlayStation Three. And I was playing um, you know, Nintendo things, and it was around that time um, uh, when I started to work on Xbox achievements. Uh, that's when I really just started focusing on on Xbox and and WoW, uh, you know, World of Warcraft um, at the at the same time. So, you know, they were uh, they were competing focuses, foci, if you will. <laughs> foci. I have a question. I know that Steam eventually embraced achievements. Did World of Warcraft wind up coming out with? They do. They have an in-game achievement system, um, and I, th- I can't remember if they call them achievements or just. I think it was challenges, uh, and you would get these arbitrary points that would pop up for for completing these various um, challenges. It didn't really um, get me, uh, except for some of those. I believe gave you like tabards um, or other kind of in-game rewards. And at that point, it was like, okay, I, I will do it for these few things. But uh, you know, in terms of completing every challenge they had, I was really not uh, motivated to do that. I feel like everything has achievements in it now. I was just... What was it? There was something stupid I was on the other day, like a random website or something that had achievements in it. It's just like, every ever since Microsoft came out with yep. this, everybody has achievements. The first... Not Nintendo. The first I remember was actually um, Ratchet & Clank uh, on PlayStation... Uh, was it original mm. PlayStation or was it PlayStation 2? Um, PlayStation 2. Yeah, two. before they even had trophies... They had in-game challenges, uh, and I was just like, "Oh, I've got to get all of these! Like, I need to get all. I think it was twelve. I need to get all twelve of these because you know they unlock cool things." Uh, and that was kind of the first, I guess, foray into yeah, I, I want to unlock these challenges. Okay. Yeah, going back to the question, what were your first games that you completed, Corey? Luckily, somebody did the research for me, but I'm pretty sure it's accurate. I didn't double-check them. (laughs) But August 31st, 2015, I completed Octodad. And, yeah, this was, uh, like, within a week, I think, that it came out. Like, I just went at this game hard because it was really weird if you haven't played it. And it was completely up my alley. I loved every minute of it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's technically a sequel, but... I would love a follow-up Octodad game, and I recommend anybody who uh, is looking for fun to play that. Octodad was a sequel? I think so, because um, I think it's called Octodad D- Dadliest Catch, yeah. and I, so I think there was a, an Octodad before that, but it was on PC. Oh. Um, there was, yeah, there's only one console release, but regardless, I would love a, uh, a follow-up to that one. And uh, apparently I've never completed a 360 arcade game on this tag that you're going to see, so I'll just leave it at that. What arcade <laughs> game would you like to complete as your first? 200-pointer? Uh, Gross. 
Don't be Elroy. He's my Tennessean brother from another mother. Um, I, I don't know. If somebody put a gun to my head and said, you have to complete a... Gun to your head. Arc- gun to your head. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, Probably. I think we should pick one for you then. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, you can. That's fine. I'll take a challenge. GMNT. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, I take it back. There, there would be stipulations. Uh, I would have to uh, to look into, but <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe we'll. Find I also one don't. For... I just got a 360, so maybe I'll check out the sales and see what I see. There you go. Sonic Fighters. How about that one? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right. Go for Hex uh, HD. That's a really easy. Oh, yeah. One. It's so simple. Like, yeah, I can it probably. comes with your 360, so you have no excuse. Zero to one. I'll, to I'll complete it before Prolix. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, this is actually kind of funny. I didn't realize that this was my first retail game that I completed, but apparently it was Prototype 2 on May 7th, 2012. I could have sworn my first completion was the Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. But, no. Yeah, been having that one wrong. And in retail was A Kingdom for Kathleen's on March... Arcade. Arcade. What did I say? You said retail. Oh. <laughs> Arcade, yeah. Kingdom for Kathleen's on March, thir- on March 23rd, 2010. 2010? I- you were out of the womb by then? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's eight years ago. I'm clearly 12. Jeez. I had no idea how I was going for all the achievements in that game. Well, it's like sort of an easy game. game. I actually liked the Kathleen games. I completed both of them. Not on You're not going to find it on this tag, but I liked them. Yeah, I enjoyed it. If I had a guess, they probably just came naturally because I remember I would you know, come home from work just listen to the listen to the radio and just play that game because it you know didn't require any focus. So maybe it just, I'm pretty sure that when came. they only had like one dip like not difficult but one like uh, achievement and that was uh, the flags I think. So it was multiplayer yeah. based, right? Yeah, you had to so, go into someone's kingdom that had twenty different. Yeah, if you had friends, then it would it wasn't it wasn't really hard. Pretty sure you got every other achievement just by playing the game. If you don't mind me asking, why did you have a different gamer tag than you do now? And if that's too personal, uh, how much gamer score would you say you've lost? Um, I would say Rocket I've check. lost. <laughs> <laughs> After the change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would probably say that there's 130,000 lost and. Yeah, I, I I don't know. <laughs> Just needed a new tag. Didn't like the last one. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I couldn't even tell you what it would be. Um, He's hiding something. So that's a very specific have. number for. Uh... <laughs> that's just a oh, rough okay. guess. <laughs> One hundred twenty-eight thousand seven hundred twenty-two. I don't know. There you go. If I had to guess, so you're not necessarily the five thousand and twelve rocker dude. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> By the way, Foof, 
You actually completed Skyrim in 2013 and Oblivion in 2016. Really? Did that ring a bell to you? Did you go back and maybe complete some DLC that you had been missing or something? Maybe. Maybe that's what maybe that's what happened. I went back. Horse armor. Shivering Isles or something? I have no idea. That's funny. Maybe you acquired the horse armor and had to go back and play it? <laughs> yeah, that was it. I had to go spend that $3 and get the horse armor. All right. And then you completed Skyrim again on the one. Wow. Oh, definitely. And whatever the next Elder Scrolls that comes out, as long as it's not an MMO, I will have it complete. Nice. Bethesda can have my money when it comes to that. Love the Elder Scrolls series. So good. All right. All right. Thank you for the question, Kingsman. Uh, Kingsperson. Yes. Thank you for your question. Good conversation from that one. And before we wrap up the show, we got a little game review that we want to get to. Corey, what have you been playing? Well, I'm glad that you asked. That was my L impersonation, if you didn't get that. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about a game that surprised me. Hopefully it surprised you. And it was added to Game Pass uh, on its launch day this past week. That was surprising. And that is the Gardens Between. Um, do we want to talk about the Game Pass games coming up before we go in? So you got the Gardens Between. It came out on November 29th. So it's already there if you have Game Pass. Um, and we'll talk about it here in just a second. Uh, the rest of the games uh, coming to Games Pass in chronological order are Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden. That's on the December 4th, which is today that you're listening. Uh, Strange Brigade, a couple days later on December 6th. Kingdom, Two Crowns, December 11th. Hellblade, December 17th. And Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, December 20th. So it's a pretty good lineup if you ask me. Ori being added is a good one. Well, Hellblade is uh, Hellblade, is pretty yes. good, and Hellblade I really want to check out here. There's a lot of good. Things excited for that too. Yeah, Mutant Year Zero is uh, probably my big excitement on that one because I already have Hellblade, although I haven't played it. Seems smart. Yeah, now I hate myself. I should probably play it before the 17th, so I feel uh, feel better about myself. <laughs> Have you played any other? In my purchasing decisions. Um. Well, like uh, like Corey, I bought Hellblade, uh, but I have not played it, and <laughs> I was gonna sneak. I was gonna be very sneaky and not play it until after it came on Games Pass, so I didn't have to admit that. But uh, but yeah, there <laughs> Glad you, you came on. Yes. Well, it was for a good cause. It was cause, for a good though, right? cause. That's actually how I justified uh, buying it. It was on sale at the time, and I think it went towards a, uh, um, uh, gosh. It was mental mental yeah, health, mental health uh, yes. foundation. Uh, yeah, so that that's why I ended up getting that uh, at that time because I, I had heard good things. But yeah, I, you know, it's in Game Pass, so I will definitely play it. Um, Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition is uh, fun. I'm kind of I have this weird thing where uh, if I really like a game, I don't play it because <laughs> I know that I will eventually enjoy playing that game and just you know it's kind of I try to bank those experiences. So uh, and it's also an O, for it, so it's great for Gamer Tech Challenge. Um, so Ori in the Blind Forest is one of those games that I just love, but I'm not going to play it um, and, until you know until I have a really nice time to just kind of go in and, and enjoy that one. Uh, Strange Brigade, I'm looking forward to playing. Um, Kingdom Two Crowns, 
I didn't really like the first game uh, in the series. It was not really up my alley. Uh, Mutant Year Zero, I, you know, I understand it's kind of like XCOM, um, I believe, kind of turn-based. Um, it hasn't mm-hmm. really yeah. been my game type, but I hear, I've hear i been hearing good things, so I will definitely check it out. You know, it's in Game Pass. I'm definitely looking forward to that one also. Uh, and Gardens Between, I played and completed, and I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about it. Ooh, you and... Corey can go nice off segue. <laughs> Take away, Corey. Yeah, so, yeah, so speaking of, uh, this is The Gardens Between. It released on November 29th, and it is $20 if you want to buy it. Uh, and it was released by the Voxel Agents, uh, if I got that correct. Uh, and so essentially, it's a, it's a puzzle game. Is that how I'm... A re- you know, classifying it. It's a puzzle game and you control a boy and a girl uh, with one movement, the left stick, and you go left and right and you're controlling time and space. And as you move, the the map turns and things on the map move with it. And the, the object of the game is to get to the top of these little uh, ascends and then eventually you get to a big one and the game's over. It's it's really a short experience. Uh, it's about 18 levels, give or take. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 18. And you could get to the game in a couple hours uh, on your own. Uh, for Achievement Hunter, there's already people that have video guides out there, so you can fly through this game uh, no problems if you, if you really want to. I did a 90-minute stream on it as blind run and not know anything about it and i think i got through 12 or 13 of the levels and uh, i did get stuck on that last one and we looked up just a little bit of it just to, to see what i was doing wrong and of course it was something super simple that <laughs> i'd probably be ashamed of if i uh, had to relive it but um so i said you control time and space and what i mean by that is you go forward and things move a certain way but you stop moving and they stop and you go backwards a little bit and they go back to their starting position and so you're thinking how do you advance in the world because there's obviously obstacles you have to get past well the boy can interact with uh, certain pieces of the this this world this map and can control uh, usually one or two things that are moving uh, it by itself so what I mean by that is these things are hopping around and you control them by going left and right and they hop to one island or the other back and forth. And But if you're controlling the, the, the boy, maybe, maybe he puts something in their path to where when they jump to the next one, the next time you go, uh, they'll collect something and then you put it back and then you continue walking and you'll pick it up, something like that. Um, to kind of give you the gist of the game and these puzzles obviously get harder as you advance through the game and it's just a simple little story and a lot of people really like this story i won't spoil anything about it if you want to pay attention to it but uh ultimately it was kind of a sad sad story if you ask me uh but to go to the meat of the uh, the game for Achievement Hunters is the achievements. So Kush already said he played it and completed it. I've played it and completed it. And I've already told you that there's a video guide out there that you can probably get through this game in two hours if uh, if you really you know wanted to fly through it. It has 17 achievements. 
Nine of those are what I call after-level cutscenes, and eight of those are in-level cut, uh, in-level things that you have to do to get them. Now, I said that there's 18 levels. After like a section of levels, it might be two, it might be three. You'll get this little. Uh, it's almost like a cutscene, but you can interact with it by moving left and right, which moves space and time again, uh, just for that little scene. And doing things like focusing on something in that cutscene uh, will get you an achievement. So there's nine of those. You can miss them, uh, but if you go back and replay the level right before that cutscene, you can see that cutscene again and get them. So if you really wanted to play this on a, a blind run or and kind of experience the game, you can do that and be totally fine to go back and replay some levels just to get these you achievements. You can actually go to the cutscene directly as well. You, you, Are you I kidding me? Kidding you. <laughs> oh gosh, I had to go back and play like four or five levels just for these. Uh, yeah, just for these cutscenes. If you go back to the the kind of the grouping of the levels, if you just push up on the on the controller, I believe it brings up. Uh, uh-huh kind of looks up a little bit and you can see the uh, the cutscene and then play it just by hitting A. Glad Pro to see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well then, there you go. Even easier and even more uh, enticing to go do a blind run of this to uh, to really get your get you going. Um, so that that's over half of the the achievements right there. So the eight in level achievements. Uh, if I did my maths right? I believe four of them will pop no matter what as you advance through the story, and four of them you have to do something in the level that you might not have to do in order to advance. I think I'm right. If I'm not, I'm very close. So if you want to play this game and not look at any achievements, you're going to get four off the bat, and you can just kind of go back and uh, you know get nine more through the cutscenes without replaying anything apparently. Uh, and then the other four, I think, are spread across three or two levels. Um, and, and really, after you play the, the game and you, you know what it's about, you could probably read the achievement description and get them or look at the picture uh, because I kind of did that uh, a little bit. But it's an easy game. It's uh, It was a fun game, and I didn't think it was too, too challenging as far as the puzzles go. And it's a you know couple-hour completion. Definitely recommend it. Obviously, on Game Pass, it's a hundred percent play it. Uh, better and better sooner than later because you never know when it's going to leave. Hopefully, it's there for a long time. But um, yeah, why not play it now? It has an interesting um, uh, art style to it. The art style is fantastic. Yeah. I, I I really dig it. Yeah, it looks good. What'd you think about it, Kush? I really like the game. Um, I, I'm Im- very impressed with it being a day one release to Game Pass at the quality that it is. I mean, um, the, the art style is great. Uh, the music's really good. Uh, the story um, is good. Um, it is not as um, emotional, uh, at least for me. It, it didn't invoke as much emotion as a game like Brothers or something like that. But they're definitely, you know, I definitely felt some tugs uh, on the old heartstrings while I was playing it. Um, not gonna say, you know, exactly how. You know, want to save that for for everyone to experience. Um, but I would I would definitely recommend going in if you like games um, and you want to see, you know, a, a kind of a relationship evolve through a game um, or you know the history of a relationship between these two characters. Uh, I would definitely recommend going in and and not using a guide. Just you know, enjoy this game 
learn the system uh, and kind of just see, you really want to pay attention to the background. It's basically the spinning diorama and, and you know, every, every you know, series of levels, you know, some of them are two, some of them are three, maybe one with four, uh, kind of have a theme to them. And as you're looking in the background of the level, and not just you know what you're dealing with in terms of elements of the level, but in the background you see some other things as well. And it's not until maybe you go through that second time to do the cleanup that you start seeing these things way off in the distance um, that that kind of relate to the theme of maybe you know if not the game, then certainly that that little portion uh, of the level. I, I like I like this game a lot. I, I was going to buy it. Uh, based off the art style and all that, uh, and then when I saw it was free, I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely gonna do that. And for people that maybe want to hold on to it and save some of those achievements for, you know, to to preload if if you're into that sort of thing, definitely those interstitial um, cutscenes are great for that because you can get into those and pop those very quickly uh, within you know a minute of loading the game. You can you can pop, I forget how many there are there, but um, you know you can save those. And I was thinking maybe I would do that. But with it being a Game Pass I didn't pay for, I didn't want to forget <laughs> and then lose access to those. <laughs> I may still um, get this game when it's uh, a little bit cheaper, just kind of um, you know help the developer out because it, it, it's that good. And I would like good to guy see. Kush. Yeah, I would like to see what they do next. Um, but I do know that it's on Steam. It, I think it came out on PC a, a little bit ago. Right. So that might be an option yeah. for you. But yeah, I recommend it. Yep. So I see on TA they have it rated at 3.8 out of 5. That's pretty good. That's a good score, especially for any game. What do you guys rate it out of 5? Out of 5 gardens. <laughs> uh, I would rate it... I'm, I'm rating on a scale for you know other indie games. I would rate it a 4. Yeah, 4 is what I was thinking yeah. as well. Yeah, good game. I know, I'm definitely interested. I was watching your stream, Corey. Uh, while you're play, playing it, and it looks interesting. I yeah, definitely is. It's a it's a different different game mechanic that uh, you you don't see very often. At least I don't. You know, time manipulation and you know kind kind of things like that. But uh, I don't know. It's intriguing for sure. What was that game on the 360? Um, with the boy with the tie. I cannot remember the name of it for the life mm. of me right now. Boy of the tie. Come on. Thank you, Braid. So it's, it's that kind it. of game yep. mechanic of Braid in that you know time is you know linear. You're basically controlling where the slider goes in time. But if you affect something in the past, it could affect something in the future. So um, so it's got kind of that feel to it. Okay. Yeah. What I was looking at, obviously, I haven't played it yet, so I didn't really know. But my first thought is it kind of looked like a Limbo meets Brothers, but with a lot less death. But then as I was kind of watching more, it's just like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's just more like a brother's. So what you're saying is that Corey's first 360 arcade completions should be Braid and Limbo? <laughs> I've, I've already played those. I don't need to play Simple. them again. Oh. I do need to play Limbo <laughs> on Xbox One again. I do have it, but... I need to complete it. You're not going to complete it, folks. Just beat, this, beat the game. Beat the story. Limbo's tough. Not easy. How do we get to that? But either, either way. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that'll about do it for the show today. Because of the GTAS turning thingy, 
there's not going to be any v- VSS uh, this week or next week. So, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to add before we close it out? All right. I like toitles. Toitles. All right. Well, in that case, you can follow all, follow all of us at all the different internet places. Corey's Rocker Dude Fifty Twelve. L is Big L. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and our guest Nate is Koosh Moose. And also, be sure to follow the Twitter at Achievements One Hundred One, and the Mixer at AH One Hundred One. And also, if you like to jo- to talk to any of us, we are always on Discord. As always, be please join us there. Great conversations. Discord link is discord.io slash ah101. Ed, Koosh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, I don't really do much other than be in the Discord and chat. Um, if you want to you know, check out what we're grinding on, I think Final Fantasy uh, XV uh, is, is kind of what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be speak a Roman. I do not speak Roman. It's XV. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's wefting. Final Fantasy wefting. No, stop it. Make fun of wefting me. Wefting XV. How's that going, uh, by the way, L? You've been grinding on it for like a week and a half, right? Two weeks, maybe? Yeah, you're canceling our borderlands group, you jerk. I have one achievement left. Yeah? And the, it's to defeat Ifrit. And I've been helping Kushmoose because he needs all of my help because I'm really I do awesome. need help. I do appreciate it. Stayed up late two nights ago. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We were talking smack about foof. I mean, we were just having good conversation. Sharks? That's me. <laughs> Not you. Some other guy we know yeah, with that same name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's um, good. I'm glad you guys are almost done with it. We have some chocobo things to do. Push, yes, right? I, I have two achievements left. It's the chocobo. And the uh, 99 million or whatever, 999,000, a, a lot of kilowatts I have to get. Um, and since yes. there's no good tracking for that, I don't know how far along I am. It should pop eventually. But yeah, I just got uh, the Chukbo stuff unlocked today, so hopefully I'll grind that out tonight or tomorrow and get really lucky. That's my plan is to get really you lucky. You have what, like... Nine days left? Uh, well, it's on the 10th. Eight days? Yep. I thought it was on the 10th. Oh, a little closer. Oh, so you got a week. I think it's well, the 12th. Okay. Well, I'm going to get it done here. The yeah, 10th hopefully to the next be two days I'll, I'll have it done. Seems smart. A little over a week. Now's the perfect right, time comrade. to jump in. I'll see you there. Yeah, Coronos. All right, well, thank you for joining <laughs> us, Koosh. It's great having you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us in, at the 11th hour <laughs> to fit the demographic of some other old guy that we miss very much. If only your name was a fruit. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Well, talk to you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. But I haven't even started telling you the weird shit I've had to endure. Especially when it comes to fantasy-haired cretins with giant swords. Obscure references no one ever gets. 
and situations that are on the verge of being a flagrant violation of copyright law. In any case, all that matters is that everything might go to hell once more. And I'm right in the middle of it all. But hey, I'm a wizard. And that's the kind of shit we do. Welcome to Wakapale's Weird Wonders. Today I will tell you about the worst game I've liked in years and am uncertain of how to pronounce. Zenith. This barebones fantasy action RPG comedy looks and feels like it will fall over any second. The Xbox One struggles greatly outputting Zenith's early 360 visuals and possible to horrible audio. The frame rate frequently goes to a single digit while the screen is tearing in a very distracting manner. The simplistic combat system featuring a close combat attack, a ranged attack and an area of attack around the player, while possible is not very interesting as almost all enemies just run straight at you with no other strategy than hitting you with the same attacks over and over. I played through a third of the game without realizing there was a leveling system which stopped progressing until you spent your skill points making me in theory severely underleveled, but in practice it made little difference. The awful menus and equipment management makes managing anything ashore and it is not explained very well. The interact and loot button is assigned to RB for some reason and especially looting enemies frequently does not work. Luckily the game is easy enough that you rarely need the money or equipment you miss by not looting the enemies. The animation and set pieces are often laughably poor and the way text is handled in the game looks incredibly bad as text is slowly added to the text box and line breaking as the letters appear on screen. The fact that you really have to pay attention to what is being said as you don't have a journal or any other way to keep track of where you need to go makes the way the text is presented particularly frustrating. The lack of voice acting is both a blessing and a curse, as the quality of it would likely be very low considering the rest of the game. It is easy to lose track of your objective, and once the game opens up, it is possible that you have no idea where to go and no way to figure it out besides scouring the world for your next plot point. Zenith does not have a very big world to explore, but it is not fun to get lost in, as there is only a handful of side quests in the game. I've heard report that Zenith frequently crashes, but I have only had it happen once during the 10 hours I spent with it. To top it off, the frequent load times are bafflingly long, testing your patience. I began playing Zenith on an original Xbox One and could not get through it before I upgraded to a One X. The One X greatly improves the technical aspects, but it is still a technical mess. Personally, I found that Zenith only has two redeeming qualities. It is an easy 10 hour completion and it has great writing. The achievement list is very simple and straightforward with the only missable achievements being for breaking barrels and killing a certain number of enemies, both of which you will easily get unless you actively run away from enemies. If you are able to overlook the game's myriad of problems, the irreverent tone, humor and an unexpectedly well thought out storyline is well worth experiencing if you are a fan of RPGs. While Zenith is rife with parody and references, the writing is most of the time strong enough to work without knowledge of the source material. 
Considering how short the game is, it manages to introduce a surprising amount of characters with plenty of personality and motives. The world building, politics and relationships between key players is surprisingly solid coming from a game that starts out with a prisoner of war being saved by singing spiders, later having to escape from the orc mafia because of a wrongly applied aphrodisiac. If you play on an original Xbox One or an S, I'd recommend to steer clear of Zenith. Playing on an X, the game still has plenty of shortcomings, but they are easier to overlook. If you have a low tolerance for swearing, snark, and don't find the idea of a flying cat propelled by firefarts funny, then avoid this game. If you enjoy immature, mature humor, having your expectations repeatedly thwarted, and can stand the lackluster presentation, grab Stenneth at a decent sale and enjoy the weirdness that unfolds. I know I did. Wakapale here with a warning. This quickie of the week may cause permanent damage to your gamerscore aesthetic, as every individual achievement gamerscore is divisible by 3, except for one achievement worth 199 gamerscore. 3's exclamation mark is an Xbox One port of the popular mobile puzzle game, which made great use of the now discontinued snap feature. While skill can take you far in 3's exclamation point, Luck is also an important factor in grabbing some of the more difficult achievements. Since there is a high value achievement for playing 3 games, you might as well learn how the game works and go for a high score or randomly flick your control stick in different directions until the game is over 3 times. Doing so should get you at least 6 achievements worth 307 gamer score and just slightly more TA in a matter of minutes. From here you have two separate objectives to pursue, of which we will want two different solvers, which can be found in the solutions for 3's utropstecken on trueachievement.com. You'll want to create the highest card possible up to 3072, and you'll want to create a so-called 3, 6 or 12 lock. Getting a high card is rather straightforward, and using a solver you should at least be able to get all but two of the highest achievement related cards in a couple of tries. Be aware that using a solver is a time consuming process, and can take you hours per attempt. Getting a 12 lock will unlock the 6 lock and 3 lock achievement as well, but it is very luck dependent. If you want to play it safe, use the solver to get a 6 lock instead, as it is a very high success rate and will probably be done in less than 30 minutes. While theoretically possible to get all 16 achievements worth 1000 game score and right now more than 4400 TA in less than 4 hours using a solver. It is still very luck dependent and playing with a solver can be very time consuming. You should be able to get at least 13 achievements worth 703 gamer score and 1700 TA in 2 to 3 hours. If you're good and or lucky, quite a bit more than that as the 3 remaining achievements have very high ratios. You will likely never complete 3's Ausrufezeichen, but there is good score to be had if you can stand to see your gamer score not ending in a 5 or a 0.